1: This is the John Fuglesang Podcast Welcome to Progress After Dark, I'm John Fuglesang Probably should have called the show that hmm? when they moved us here to what the fuck o'clock. Progress after dark. But that would be confusing for our day walkers, all you wonderful, attractive people who listen on demand on the app on the John Fugelsang podcast. Hello to all y'all and hello to our evil army of the night. There's a lot to get to this evening. I'm here in the studio with the great Thea Harper. We are in the Howard Stern Tower, 267 floors above Gotham. Chris Housel's on vacation somewhere. We don't know. He wouldn't tell us. Robbie is sitting in helping us run this thing. Thank you, Robbie. You deserve better. Uh, Thea deserves better, too. Guys, uh, we don't have any in-studio guests for the first two hours. Instead, our panel on the Week in Review will be y'all. We're going to do a couple hours of open phones at 866-997-4748. The question for the evening will be, how do you handle... Online trolls or bots or let's just call them mean cowards or racists or misogynists or homophobes. These people out there, and I've got nothing against having a private profile on Twitter or you you don't have to show your name and face. But if you're not going to show your name and face and you're going to go around attacking people and trying to hurt people, trying to make people feel bad, trying any way you can any way you can to make someone's day worse because you disagree with them, then Broheim, your mother raised a coward. If you lack the manhood to show your name and face while you're attacking someone who never bothered you, if you lack the conviction to show your name and face while arguing that Ron DeSantis is a moral person. <laughs> Listen, and we love our trolls. Go ahead and hate and be ignorant. You know, the more times y'all put the word tarred in your tweets, we, we understand your morality. It's really okay. But how do you guys deal with it? I mean, y'all deal with haters. Y'all deal with trolls if you're political and have a social media account. Wh- what do you do? Do you just block them? I got a few tips, but I want to know what I can learn from you guys. Let's do this, kids. now it's time for the monologue which i keep thinking we should get like some graphics or graphics it's radio some some kind of jingle for and call it the f word or the f bomb or something with f like my name what a week guys what a week it has been a pleasure to survive this with you where do we begin to measure the right wing double talk and jive malfeasance and rank fuckery lindsey graham began the week by saying the quiet part out loud we've had mitch mcconnell going all over saying no we're we're not going to have a national ban. no no we're going to let abortion rights go to the states and the states should decide what happens with abortion not a national ban and then in comes lindsey like chico marx going national ban hey i got a national ban right here (laughs) he completely infuriated the gop you can look for his bill like caesar to die on the floor of the Senate, with no one helping it. Meanwhile, uh, birther queen and human pustule Donald Trump went on the Hugh Hewitt show, wow, that must have been a summit, to play footsie with fascism. Give a little listen. Here, Donald Trump, in seemingly a repeat of his January 6th speech, because that turned out so well, doesn't come out and warn about violence, just warns that uh, maybe there could be violence if I'm indicted.
3: I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. And as you know, if a thing like that happened, I would have no prohibition against running. You know that. you've already.
2: I do. Said. And that's what I want people to understand. That would not take you out of the arena.
3: It would not. But I think if it happened, I think you'd have problems in this country, the likes of which perhaps we've never seen before. I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. Please. What kind of problems, Mr. President? Oh, here it is. I think they'd have big problems. Big problems. I just don't think they'd stand
1: for it. Oh, they're all cowards. They're all cowards. You pull down my pants and taunt me, Donald. What kind of problem? Yes, big problems. Not going to say. Uh, I'm sorry. Say, first rule of chicken shit club. Can't actually say. You know, I, I keep talking about how Donald Trump isn't a real Christian. I might be wrong. He, he really is a truly evangelical. He says shit he doesn't believe to people he doesn't respect because he just wants their money. Yeah. He might be an evangelical after all. Earlier today, West Virginia Governor Jim Justice signed his abortion ban into law. It bans abortions at all stages of pregnancy, punishing poor women in one of our poorest states with more poverty. Um, West Virginia is now our second state to enact a law prohibiting the procedure since the Supreme Court's ruling in June that overturned constitutional protections. For terminating pregnancies the bill is in effect immediately except for the criminal penalties those will go into effect in 90 days west virginia more or less now controls female reproductive systems there's no exceptions for rape or incest so if you're a rapist it's a great state to pick out the mother of your child or children that's how they want it rape and incest victims can go and file a report with the police if they want to ask for an exception. Listen to this audio of the West Virginia House voting. These calm white men deciding the fate of women. And you could actually hear the protesters chant, fuck you, from outside, through the walls, from down in the streets. Give a listen, you'll hear them chanting. It's yay. Williams is nay. World
4: yeah,
1: world's yay. And by the way, those fuck yous, those aren't protesters. Those are angels chanting it, just just so y'all know. Meanwhile, earlier tonight, the, um, the Republicans on the Fifth Circuit upheld Texas's stupid, awful, unenforceable social media law that now forces private companies to allow posts containing dangerous content because it's time for social media to not be allowed to censor anymore. Here's the deal. Ken Paxton is a stupid, corrupt man who will see the inside of a jail cell, and he's probably smart enough to know that social media companies cannot censor you. They cannot take away your free speech rights. They can deplatform you from your free service so you can't push bullshit or racism or lies. They can do that, just like a 7-Eleven can throw you out if you don't wear a shirt or shoes. If you violate the terms of their free service, they can ask you to leave the establishment. That is not censorship. You can still stand in the parking lot and scream whatever you want. You can go post. I'm not a racist, but all over Truth Social. You have not been silenced, you idiots. But Ken Paxson has nothing to offer the hardworking white people of Texas, so he will let them feel the pleasure of being perpetual victims. Think about this. Think about this. The lower court had blocked the law, but now the Fifth Circuit just says, yeah, social media has to allow posts. They can't censor. So let's say there's foreign propaganda, terrorist incitement, medical misinformation, rank bigotry. Fifth Amendment's now ignoring decades of First Amendment precedent to say the government, which can't stop you from saying anything you want, and that's not what's going on here. The government's silencing no one, but the government can prohibit social media websites from moderating their own content that they might not want to host, again, on their free services. Uh, Kambiz Labasani, who is brilliant, tweeted, Reading the Fifth Circuit decision, If I'm running a corporate Facebook page, am I now prohibited from deleting comments? Or if I start trolling Facebook pages of churches denouncing their religions and posting obscenities about religious crimes, Facebook can't ban me? Exactly. All of that fuckery of the week from the Republicans has led us to this moment where I've got to talk a little bit about what we talked about last night, because I kind of realized this morning that somehow Ron DeSantis has become the Ted Cruz of Rick Perry's. Now, we were talking about the reverse freedom rides back in the 60s. Hardworking black families were sometimes tricked by white supremacists with promises of housing and work. Well, well, They'd be shipped up north and find they were hoodwinked. Yesterday, yesterday, we saw some migrants who believed what Ron DeSantis paid people to tell them, and they were flown to Martha's Vineyard. And we did a long monologue about this. Uh, this morning, I did a joke about it um, because we saw how the people of Martha's Vineyard showed up. They, they had no idea these migrants were being flown in. So folks showed up and they brought them blankets and clothes. One migrant said he hadn't worn a pair of new pants or shoes in three months. They were all given COVID tests, given places to stay. And I tweeted this morning, breaking, Venezuelan Christian refugees illegally trafficked by Ron DeSantis, warmly welcomed by every Martha's Vineyard restaurant that turns away Alan Dershowitz. Uh, now, of course, they didn't really stay in Martha's Vineyard. I'll get to that in a second. But this, this post went a little viral, This little stupid joke of mine, got a, got a few retweets. And so that meant the trolls were coming. And the trolls came all day. And that's why I want to talk about internet trolls and cowards and bots tonight hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of abusive replies i received today almost all of them from accounts that either didn't have a picture or their name is name followed by a bunch of numbers uh very few followers very few followers and they can't spell i don't know if they're russian bots i don't know if their troll farms were just one dis. Despicable, bloated, mountain dew-smelling Russian is operating 25 different accounts. Trolls all day. Among the comments I got, you're a prolific liar. They've been kicked off the island to Cape Cod. Yeah, they were welcome for all of one day before being deported. in less than 24 hours later, yeah, right before they bust them to the camp, I mean military base. Every one of these comments is a lie. And trolls, I can smell your acne scabs from here. They lie. It's what Steve Bannon calls flooding the zone. In debate parlance, it's a phrase called gish gallop, and it's important to know because it's a real debating technique. It's when you flood the zone with so many lies, such a tidal wave of bullshit, that your opponent is trying to correct you three lies ago and you've already told six more. If you want to see a good example of this, check out Mitt Romney's first debate with Barack Obama in Colorado in the 2012 presidential debates. It's it's a masterpiece on Mitt Romney's part. He'd also been in Colorado a few days. Barack Obama just flew in. And as a comic, I can tell you, if you just fly into Colorado and go on stage, you're going to be short of breath. You've got to take a couple of days to get used to it. But uh, Mitt Romney wiped the floor with Obama in the first debate because Obama was trying to correct Mitt Romney's lies. Go watch it on YouTube. It's fascinating to see. It's called a gish gallop. Steve Bannon, again, calls it flooding the zone. Just putting so much information out there that you control the narrative, meaning your followers in your bubble accept your version of reality. And that's what flooding the zone is. And it's dangerous and it's how they use social media and it's effective. And I found that most of the lies we heard today about Ron DeSantis and his disgusting human trafficking stunt fall into four categories. Here they are. Maybe you got more lies than I found. But here are the main the four main lies I've been hearing all day. Because yesterday the story broke. We were shocked and dismayed. Uh, The right wing hung back a bit and then they got their story straight. And this morning, the Russian bots were going before you and I even woke up. Number one, Biden has an open border policy. Number two, lie. These these people were illegal immigrants. That's a lie. Number three, those liberals on Martha's Vineyard, they deported them right away. Oh, those fancy elite liberals that ran out there claiming to care and then they deported them. It's also a lie. And number four, my favorite, and this is the one I heard the most today, Joe Biden does the same exact thing, shipping migrants around the country in the dead of night. That's a lie. Oh, Joe Biden does ship migrants around. It's not the same as what happened with Ron DeSantis. It's not the same as what Greg Abbott has been doing. It's important, friends, to be ready for these lies. This will be the playbook in the 54 days, 53 days, between now and Election Day. They'll be flooding the zone with disinformation. And most of it, not about how Republicans are doing good things. No, they won't do that. They're not going to tell you what Donald Trump did for you, how Mitch McConnell and the Senate are fighting for you, how a Kevin McCarthy-led House would do more for the American worker. No. They're going to try to make you believe that Democrats are just as shitty as us, so why don't you stay home? They know the racists are going to show up to vote. They know the homophobes, the xenophobes. They know the low-wattage patriots who want to put women in jail. For body autonomy are all going to show up to vote. So they want you to be gaslit, discouraged and think, ah, I guess yeah, Biden's just as bad. There's no difference between the two parties and you stay home. Be ready for their playbook. DeSantis is going to be sounding the alarm right before Election Day. More caravans of illegals from Venezuela flying in. He's going to do it again. Trust me, DeSantis will do this again. And Biden, they'll say Biden's not doing anything to stop it. They're flooding the border. They're going to keep saying it. So let's do something special tonight. Let's drain the zone, shall we? DeSantis lied to immigrants, he kidnapped them, and he trafficked them. That's the story. That's the only story here. But let's take the lies one by one. Open borders. Earlier today, Greg Price was tweeting, These people will say it's human trafficking when a governor charters a flight for 50 migrants to a beautiful ocean island, but say nothing about the actual human trafficking that occurs on the southern border every single day because of Biden's open border policies. Okay. Anyone you ever talk to, friends, and they may be family you love at Thanksgiving. Anyone you talk to who says open borders is what um, Moses would call full of shit. Okay? They're lying. I'm not saying they're all craven, soulless haters, but we don't have open borders. Uh, You know what does the Bible? No laws against, uh, no laws about borders, no laws about immigration in the entire Bible. The only president of my lifetime to ever call for open borders was Ronald Reagan. And by the way, most of them can't spell borders. I had over two dozen that found a way to put an A in. Biden's doing nothing about the borders. I guess he has subtenants staying at his place. And they're, I I, I don't know, but they're idiots. We don't have open borders. Just shut that shit down when your uncle racist says it. Number two, oh, oh, they, they deported those migrants right away. Oh, for the cameras, they gave them blankets and COVID tests and food. But then they shipped them out of there. Well roughly these 50 Venezuelan migrants, who include children, uh, and they're not illegal immigrants, right? You know, they're not illegal immigrants. They are migrants. They are illegal asylum seekers. There is nothing illegal about that. And today they were transported to Cape Cod, where they now have access to food, shelter, and emergency services, according to the governor of Massachusetts. These migrants will be brought to an emergency shelter at Joint Base Cape Cod in Barnstable County, Massachusetts. Now, this shelter was also an alternative medical care site during the COVID-19 pandemic, so it's equipped to have people stay there because quarantined American citizens stayed there. This was also a place where displaced Louisiana residents stayed in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina because when people are suffering, good states take them in and help them until they're on their own feet. And Massachusetts took these folks from Louisiana when they were devastated by that hurricane. The citizens of Martha's Vineyard took care of these migrants, and this morning they were given the option to be cared for elsewhere. And you can watch the footage. They thanked the citizens. They were taken care of. At no time did anyone on the island kidnap them or traffic them or lie to them about where they were going like Rhonda did. All the migrant families that want to leave were given the option to go to this facility on Cape Cod. And again, they're being given health care, mental health services, crisis counseling services and immigration attorneys. Ron. De- I'm sorry. It's like I want to call Ron DeSantis an amoral punk ass bitch, but that's that's an insult to Lindsey Graham. OK, now, finally, uh, Joe Biden does it, too. Oh, we hear that in the dead of night, moving these migrants around. What did what did Ron DeSantis do except give you libs a taste of your own medicine? Nye, 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 nye. OK, let's do this, because Judge Jeanine who I adore, I've been on her show, through, through a Chardonnay-soaked haze. She managed to tweet, You're kidding, right? You've been sending illegals all over the country in the dark of night. And on our dime, I might add. You know what else is on our dime? The Border Patrol and ICE. All 50 states pay for that. <laughs> what if we stopped? No, what if we, what, what would happen if we actually stopped uh, giving federal dollars to the red states? How long would it take? for Panic in the Streets. Here's the deal, Judge Janine. Here's the deal for everyone. Um, How is what Ron DeSantis did different from what Joe Biden does? Well, Biden doesn't lie to migrants about jobs and housing to get them on a plane. Biden doesn't move migrants around the United States without telling officials they're coming. Nobody on the airfield in Martha's Vineyard knew this chartered plane that Ron DeSantis hired to take people from Texas to Massachusetts. They were never in his own state. They were never in Florida. So so (laughs) Joe Biden doesn't move migrants without telling officials they're coming. And Joe Biden doesn't use covid relief funds to ship migrants to states he dislikes. You know why? Because the federal government has the money to do that, because only the federal government can do that. Finally, Joe Biden doesn't move human pawns around for votes and likes from racists. Migrants are only moved to facilities in other states to make room in border facilities before they're deported if they have no legal basis to remain. You mega fools. This wasn't secret. These passengers knew where they were going. And here's the crazy part. The people at the destination knew they were coming. So if you're equating the sixth stunt Ron DeSantis just did... With what Joe Biden has done, you're showing how little you understand your own poor character. And finally, again, Biden and his administration have the legal authority to move these people intrastate. I don't expect much from people who've been suckered by these many Republicans for these many years. We got to understand something. You know why they're crossing the border? Because of white people like Trump, who keep hiring undocumented workers because they don't want to pay American workers a living wage. They talk about a wall, but what they've got is a giant Help Wanted sign, and they will never tear it down. And the Republican Party will never go after these white people who do the hiring because, A, they want a low-wage underclass. Our economy has always been propped up by exploited labor, usually poor people, usually brown people. They don't want these jobs to go to Americans to be paid a living wage. That's the dirty lie. And also, the xenophobic fear gets them votes again, again, this you can engage with your right wing loved ones on, ask them, ask them about this. Why doesn't the Republican Party just call for locking up the people who do the hiring? That would stop the border crossings, right? If they stopped giving out the jobs, that's not going to happen. Because outrage over immigration has always been manufactured outrage in this country. Here's the deal about capitalism, right? They like cheap labor. They really like cheap labor. And they tried to make black people work for free. And they got away with it for about 300, 400 years. You can't do that anymore. You can outsource it overseas where we have slavery. Talk about the Chinese girl who made your iPhone. But the best thing here, cheap immigrant labor off the books, like the meatpacking companies, where horrendous conditions exist because workers can never speak up for their own rights and safety, including during COVID, because they're terrified of deportation, like agriculture. The people picking your your vegetables are often undocumented. You know this. And they work in the hot sun for little pay, backbreaking labor. Okay, if you got rid of all the undocumented immigrants in this country, a salad would cost $50. That's maybe not the best argument to make, because I know a lot of Trump supporters don't ever eat salads. My point is this. uh, Greg Abbott, Ron DeSantis, they have no solutions. They just have stunts. That's it. DeSantis did human trafficking as a cruel joke to try to own the liberals and the whole stunt's backfiring because it's giving Democrats, if they want, a chance to show what empathy and human decency and dare I say it, Christian kindness look like. These asylum seekers have the chance to escape a place of ignorance and poverty and violence. And I'm just talking about Texas. Oh, so again, I went through a lot of facts and we all know that facts don't work on trolls. How do you guys handle trolls? How do you handle abusive internet cowards who hide their name and face to come attack you and be mean? I mean, I have a few rules. I, I try not to engage in a vacuum. I try to just debate in the open to let everyone see the validity of their points. I don't try to reason with them. Never. I make it look like I'm re- trying to reason with them, but I just believe in using their ignorance or lies or meanness to make your point, right? Go ahead and show the world how stupid and mean they are. That's the best way. And also, my biggest rule, I never block them. Never. Just mute. Why, why block someone? You know, these trolls, they, they'll, they'll brag about being blocked by people. I see it. They, they brag about it. It's like saying, hey, I have a list of all the people who think I'm a dick. If you block them, you give them power. M- mute them if you're on Twitter. Just mute them. If you mute them, you'll never see their posts, and they'll never know you won't see it. They'll waste hours of their life tweeting hate to you. Think about all the lean tissue they'll burn, trying to hurt your feelings, and you'll never know while they holler into the abyss. Look, these people, they're suckers. I'm sorry. I don't hate right-wing people, but they're suckers. They're not going to wise up, friends. They got suckered by Nixon. You know they did. They got suckered by Reagan and Bush. They were suckered top to bottom by Bush and Cheney on the Iraq war, on the tax cut. And of course, they were completely suckered by Trump. You know it. Some of them know it. The thing is, their religion is hating the libs. That's it. Whoever hates the libs the most, that, that that's who they'll follow. Whoever owns the libs. My God, these confederates sure do like the concept of owning people. But here's the tricky part. Whether they like it or not, we'll be fighting for them. L- let them hate us. We are fighting for these right-wing people. We're fighting for their families to have cleaner air and water. We're fighting for their kids To not easily be shot because lunatics can readily gain access to AR-15s anywhere in this country. We are fighting for these right-wing cretins to not be buried under decades of student loan debt. We're fighting for their parents and grandparents to have Medicare cover vision, hearing, and dental. We are fighting for their wives and husbands to have paid family leave. We're fighting for them all to not have to do a GoFundMe to pay for a child's surgery. We'll keep on fighting for them, no matter how hard they hate us. But we're not going to stand still for bullshit. We're going to call them out. How do you guys do it? We'd love to hear. Call us live at 866 997 GRIT or write to us at johnfugelsang.com or our show's Facebook page. Quick break, then we come back. Let's hear from y'all. Let the party begin. We'll be right back. <music> All right, y'all have been waiting on hold for so long, and I am so grateful. Let's do it. Mike in the Bronx, hello. Hey, John. It's been quite a while. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay, hanging
5: in there. I had to call in to add to your fun list of Republican lies, especially when it comes to open borders. Tell me. First off, they don't even pay attention to what the hell they say. They keep using the phrase, open borders, open borders as in plural form yes correct yes okay but they only focus on one border good point southern border. that's right yeah because that's where all the mexicans and people of color are they want to lie saying these illegal immigrants are so dangerous they're deadly they're terrorists and all that other bullshit. they never never ever focus on the northern border if they want to say protect our borders so true but then i think it was once twice or three times you had canadian fugitives cross that border into the u.s armed and dangerous ah armed and dangerous where the freaking right wingers and the freaking right wing supreme court are glorifying guns so they just endanger america even further and because these people are white, Mike, oh, you got you, you,
1: like you are you're, you're raising a very important point that I need to acknowledge here. We can't trust Canadians. We gotta—we gotta do something. Uh, Canada is, as Father Guido Sarducci pointed out, Canada is closer to America than Manhattan is to Brooklyn. Uh, we we gotta—we gotta do something.
5: Yeah, ex- exactly. So the whole thing is stop with this. Um, Start with these stereotypes, and the fact is that now that you had three incidents with what I just described, you would have thought that people would have learned their lesson by now, but nope, the same old bullshit keeps going on. Then what the hell happens? The next terrorist attack comes up, and if it 's a Canadian fucking Republicans say, Oh no, they 're people of color, they 're people of color, just like the bullshit what happened with the um what was that? The Boston Marathon? The bombing?
1: Yeah, what about it? You remember how the right wingers kept saying it was a person of color? That it was a, would be a, there color? was a Muslim, yeah. And it was a white a It white was a Muslim. white Muslim, thank you. Yes, I do remember. And I'm against the death penalty for him and everybody else. But yeah, uh, you're... You and me both. Yeah, Yeah, you know, they're going to keep on doing it. And again, you're right about open borders, but there are no open borders. Like, we have apprehended... In this fiscal year, as of last month, 1.8 million who have been caught and sent back or are in the process of being sent back or being placed. But that's how many have been caught. So, yeah, it's exactly true. There is no problem. Open borders. Ronald Reagan called for open borders because he said they should be allowed to go home after they work here. And no one said anything at the time. You can watch the Ronald Reagan-George Bush presidential debate in 1980. And these two men... Are like competing to see who can be the most kind to undocumented immigrants. It's it's like Republican bizarro comics. And 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 in the interim of all of this, and here's the juicy part—if you want to call
5: it juicy—that all this time they want to say the Mexicans are terrorists, they're dangerous to this nation. All lo and behold, they don't even pay attention or just choose to ignore the domestic terrorism that they create well, of or even engage in. For yeah, example, exactly. January,
1: January 6th. 6th. Got to go, Mike, but I agree. Terrorism's definition is the use or threat of violence against civilians to enact changes in policy. That's exactly what Donald Trump called for on January 6th. That's what it was. It was terrorism. Let me go, if I may, to George in North Dakota. Hello, George. Welcome.
3: Hello. Uh, nice to talk to you again, my Nice friend. to talk
1: to you, sir. How you been?
3: I've been pretty good. I am happy because I, after fighting for eight years, I finally get to be a nurse again. So I'm just coming back from a one week uh, stint of doing some nursing duties, and I'm just flying high right now.
1: Wow! Congratulations. My mother and my godfather were both nurses. It is perhaps the most noble of all professions. Thank you.
3: I believe it. I believe it to be true. But uh, anyway, I just I just wanted to call about your comments about trying to reason uh, with uh, people, right-wingers.
1: Yes. Tell and me. There's no
3: such thing as reasoning with uh, these right-wing extremists. Uh, I am on Breitbart News a lot because I love to debate. And uh, I found that there are three things that I find. Uh, fake news, alternative facts, projection, and hypocrisy. Yeah. And nobody ever debates me on anything. All I do is, uh, they just call me names. And That's I'm it. Call them out on that.
1: Yeah. I know, and it's interesting because you know what? When I get called names by grown men, uh, it really makes me challenge all my perceptions. It really makes me reevaluate my morality and political stances. So it works. It's it's good policy on their part. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. It's like junior high school. Is ta- it's like the worst parts of junior high school have taken over politics and social media.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah, I've been it. Accused- Go ahead.
3: Alrighty. Well, well I was going to say I've been accused of sleeping in my mom's basement, living in my garage, uh, being a sheep. You name it. They yeah. call me names. Yeah. I'm a pedophile. Oh I'm yeah. All of this.
1: Oh, I got- I'm a pedophile. Usually before breakfast every day. Same here. I'm a, I had no idea what it. Pe- also, I'm a baby killer. I love that one. I'm a baby killer. Oh, yeah, me it. too. And I'm I'm always saying the same thing. M- my baby just turned ten this year. I think as as killers go, I've I failed. I'm, baby killing, I I pretty much suck at that. I I don't think I've earned it. I I've had so many chances to make it look like an accident. And I failed.
3: I just don't
1: know. You know, I, I try my best
3: to kill babies, too, but i know, a Republican.
1: That's what I am. It should be so easy, but I, I, I'm just I'm lacking, I guess. You know, I got to I got to pick up my game. <sighs> yeah. How do you stay? How do you stay sane, George? You, you have a good community in North Dakota. I'm sure you, like anywhere you have to deal with right wing folks and I'm sure you do it with love and grace yeah, and sure. patience, but.
3: I do, it, I do it with love and grace, but I argue with everybody in my inner circle. I'm the only rose on the thorn bush. Uh-huh. But every conversation goes, uh, I tell them a fact, and they say, no, that's not true. Yeah. Here's the proof. Look it up for yourself. No, I don't have to read that.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm wondering how many people are hearing this conversation and nodding in silent, resigned anguish to what you say, George. And you can't hate them. You can't. That's that's my number one rule. Hate makes you stupid. And if you hate them back, you will be making the same kind of awful choices they make. You just got to... Just gotta be the be I the bigger man, it. and know that no matter what their brainwashing is, facts are still facts, truth is still truth. Trump is still a racist liar who is incompetent, and That's uh,
3: true. You, you gotta and it, love Breitbart because they're they're so against cancel culture that they blocked me four times. <laughs> of course.
1: Thank you so much, George. It's good to hear from you. Thank you. We're going to take a really quick break. We're going to come back with all your calls, and I will get to them all. And I'll even thank you guys for being so patient, so don't go away.
4: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills
2: there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact
1: whoa sweet man cave thanks serious upgrade how'd you pay for all this i got a home equity line of credit from figure I'm John Fuglesang. This is SiriusXM Progress. Let's talk about everything. It's been pretty crazy out there. Floyd in Mississippi, thank you for your patience, sir. John, how are you this evening? I'm very good. Tell me how you're doing.
4: Uh, I'm just fine. It's been a while.
1: Yeah, uh, how you been? Good. good. Okay.
4: John, there's talk a lot me. going on here. I man. know. Okay. I, I called your show talked, talked to talk to the screener. Really nice guy. That's,
1: That's Robbie. what the yeah. young
4: girl was that, that usually,
1: what's her name, John? That is the stunning woman. That uh, is our producer, Thea Harper, who often takes the calls. But tonight it's Robbie, who's a, a stunning gentleman, taking your calls. Yeah,
4: I, I, I didn't mean anything by calling her a girl. I That's mean, okay. You know, she's a woman. You know, What is a woman?
1: Look, I, I'm trapped here in New York. Floyd, Floyd I'm in New York. I have to be the politically correct one. You know how it is. I guess so. Uh, I, no, no offense. No one takes city, Floyd. Come on. I'm playing with you. It's all good, my friend. What's on your mind, though?
4: <laughs> you, know, you started out your show talking about Lindsey Graham and his abortion bill. And I told you a long time ago. I got no position on abortion. I'm a dude, and I had a vasectomy 25 years ago. This is a woman's issue. God bless
1: you. Yep.
4: That's the way it should be. That's the way most of us, that's the way most of us And I
1: think that's a, by the way, that is both a very progressive and a very conservative point of view. I really do believe it. My my opinion as a man on the matter of abortion is that a man's opinion on abortion don't matter. Don't matter.
4: Don't matter. You, You know, and John, you and I probably agree on 99% of things, but what we've got to do to make things interesting is to beat ourselves up on the other 1% of things that we don't
1: agree on. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's the media. That's our politics. Absolutely.
4: When you brought up this Martha Vineyard thing, you know, I I said, you know, that was a good thing. They did their part. They took care of these people. They fed them. They clothed them. They probably gave them a shower and, and they may even threw in a haircut. But you said that what happened afterwards was a lie. And what happened afterwards and you and I have to just admit it and just just say it out loud they deported them.
1: Now, how is deported that deported them? Hang on a second. They took him to Cape Cod. If I take my son to school, have I deported okay. him from the house? They, they, they're okay. still in the state okay. of Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay. They haven't been deported. Think. Wait a second. No, 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 no. Deported, deported doesn't mean you take them elsewhere in the state. Deported means you deport them from the country. They are still in Massachusetts under the protection of the governor. They have not been deported.
4: Martha's Vineyard did not want them
1: in their... Martha's Vineyard has one homeless shelter that can accommodate 10 people. Martha's Vineyard was not the right place to put them. Migrants are, again, the migrants were moved... Uh, to Cape Cod, they still have access to shelter and emergency services, and they are in the same shelter that displaced Louisiana residents stayed in after Hurricane Katrina. It was also used okay. as a quarantine medical care site during COVID-19. Okay. They are being cared you know for what? by hey. Americans Boston. in the state of Massachusetts. They have not been deported, Floyd.
4: this didn't take in any uh, Louisiana refugees, did they? And they didn't take these brown people in either. They didn't want them.
1: It was a stunt. They don't have adequate facilities for them.
4: Absolutely a stunt. And it showed the hypocrisy of everyone in this country.
1: No, there's not hypocrisy by everyone. The people of Massachusetts aren't deporting them. They are finding them homes. They're going to process them. And if they have valid asylum claims, they will be allowed to stay in the country.
4: Can't spin this one, John.
1: What am I (laughs) spinning? What am I spinning, my friend? What do you, brother. What, I no, no, you. no, hang on. You're this backing off now. Again, I'm going to read you a definition from the dictionary. You ready? You ready? Please, Webster's, give me the recent Webster's introduction. Deportation, to the to action of deporting a foreigner from a country. Now, I went okay. to public school. My geography's not that good, but I think Cape Cod is still in our country.
4: So is Martha Vineyard.
1: They haven't been deported, Floyd, right? They,
4: they didn't want
1: them. <laughs> They didn't have the facilities to put to, to care for them. I'm not here to defend Martha's Vineyard. They were sent to a place where 50 families could be. They didn't have a place. They have one homeless shelter. You don't think I researched this? They could accommodate 10 people. I'm not here to defend the rich folks of Martha's Vineyard. I don't. I, th- that's not what I'm here to do. But you said they were deported. They weren't.
4: Yes, they were, man. They were. They got a hundred thousand rooms.
1: The were world. they so sent? People. Were they? Were they sent out of this country, or are they still in this country?
4: All right. Okay. But they deported them from Martha's Vineyard.
1: They okay, moved so them. They moved them. If I go from Brooklyn to Queens, I haven't deported myself. I've moved elsewhere in the same state. They moved them. Yes. Nice spin. Nice spin. Look, no, it's not spin. It's a verb. It's what they did. They moved them. They put them and put them in a, they moved, put them on a bus and put them in a larger facility.
4: Where's Chris? I, I miss this good cop, bad cop rhetoric right now because
1: you're, you're, you're slipping. You're, you're being, being the trip, bad right? cop. You're accusing me of, you're, you're Floyd, what did I do to you? You're accusing me of all manner of spin. I'm sitting here throwing out facts. I'm giving you Webster's Dictionary definitions. You're looking for a fight where there is none, my friend. I, I'm not going to fight with you. I'm not going to fight. That's with good. You. Whatever happened to us? We used to be so cute together. What happened to us? Didn't we almost have it all? What
4: happened to us? Know. You know, tell you what happened to us. It's these
1: times, Donald Floyd. Trump, they come. They come between us.
4: Donald Trump broke us. He broke our politics.
1: He no. broke the media. No, not me. He broke. No, he
4: broke political correctness. No. He made political correctness disappear. No, and what we got now. No, he didn't. The result of that is woke. Now we have woke.
1: What is woke, woke Floyd? Define woke, please. Define woke.
4: Yes, I did this once, Tom. And, you know, I did this on your show once again. Tell me what it means. You agreed with me. Tell me what it means. Woke woke is the opposite of what Donald Trump would do. (laughs) And you agree, right?
1: What is the opposite of woke, then?
4: The opposite. whoa, 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 whoa. The
1: opposite of woke yeah I mean, woke is made up it doesn't matter it, it it's, it's i'm irrelevant. not the one who i know that's a that's it's an empty hollow word woke woke was it used to mean people who were aware of you know the reality of institutionalized racism now it's a word that's used to taunt people who care about institutionalized racism it's a meaningless word it's so, been weaponized against anti-racists
4: woke is the opposite of donald trump when donald trump when he eviscerated political correctness It became built in. He did not.
1: What is is political correct? Political correctness is just using language to not be mean to people. Right. Political correctness is just is just trying to be less dickish to people in the words we choose. That's all it is. Being nice.
4: I agree, John. I agree. But, you know, woke is bad. Woke is why.
1: Why is woke bad? Why is woke bad?
4: Because woke is why Russia is invading
1: Ukraine. If woke is the opposite of Donald Trump is woke is bad. You're telling me Donald Trump is good, Floyd. I'm I'm just playing your own logic games here with you.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, he had some great ideas.
1: What great ideas did he have? What great idea did Donald Trump have?
4: You, look, you don't kneel during the freaking national anthem. Number
1: one, it's a freak. America's Ho, first. whoa, that what what idea is that? You're allowed to kneel during the national anthem.
4: Oh, no, man. No, 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 no,
1: Did you, you see what Donald have... Trump did during the National Anthem at the Super Bowl? How he was clowning around? Did you see the video of that fat douchebag goofing off, making a joke out of our anthem? Uh, yeah. Floyd, don't tell me. Uh-huh. Uh, you're, you, no, I don't believe. You are a man who is more upset about racism than protests against racism. Colin Kaepernick didn't give the finger. He didn't raise a fist. He genuflected in deference for people who have been affected by racist violence and police brutality.
4: Police brutality. I remember all that, man. Look, do it, do it whenever the game whistle blows. Whenever the game whistle blows, then you can protest. And we never would have talked about have it
1: then. Left we left never right. would have talked about it then. Come on, Floyd.
4: you got to, man. Floyd, don't do it. please like, don't. There, we like.
1: the, the, You have a choice. You can be outraged about Derek Chauvin's knee or Colin Kaepernick's knee. And I notice most Oof. people are uh, angry about one or the other. Oh. But Colin Kaepernick took a knee because of Derek Chauvin's knee. I'm I'm outraged by both. By both. You're outraged. Most of America. You're outraged, Floyd, by racism and by protests against racism. You're too good a man. I don't believe you. You're too nice a guy. I don't buy it. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. You're a nice guy. I love you, man. I right on, like Floyd. I
4: like and jazz you a little bit. All right. I, can,
1: I can handle it. I'll still be politically correct. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I call you. I, I got to go, Floyd. It. I got to run, but I thank you very much. Quick, quick uh, break. 866-997-4748. We'll be right back on progress. Show <music> in Manhattan Beach, you went to school with Trump?
2: Me, I did. Wow. Yeah. Hello. In 1968, I was from Margate, New Jersey. Do you know what that is?
1: Um, yes, I do.
2: Yeah. And I went to U of P. I went, got into the Wharton School. I, I left it after uh, my sophomore year to study uh, liberal arts, but we shared a class called International Finance. On um, the first day, he shows up, and then he doesn't show up on any other day except midterms and finals. So on the when he... Showed up in midterms. I thought he dropped out of the class, and I asked somebody who was talking to him. Sometimes on the first day, I said, "Oh, I thought he was out," and he moved his fingers together as if to say, "Money." Said, yep. Don't you worry about Donnie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I still remember? Yeah. Wow. Did you did you get did you get this because,
1: Did you get to sit next to the uh, kid who he paid to take his test for him?
2: No, I didn't know that was even... I I don't know. I was a freshman when he was a a sophomore. I was a sophomore when he was a senior. Gotcha. I didn't really... He wasn't in my orb. Gotcha. He was a jock. I I stood next to him on the first day when the bell was going to ring just because I didn't know anybody else that I heard about him, but I didn't talk... I didn't say a word to him. I gotcha. But I knew him from Atlantic City. Okay. Because that's where my businesses were as a young man, and I knew that he screwed the contractors because some of them were my... Parents, uh, friends. Yep. No, my parents, my friend, my friend, my friend's parents.
1: I got you. I know what
2: you. Yeah. Meant. yeah. Yeah, that's right. That so, good capitalist so, there. I just want to say something that these documents, OK, this delay from the court from the from this. And she's paid. I don't know how is it? Bitcoin. But this is a pay job. And it is. I mean, I know how he operates. This is not hard by being idealistic. I know. Nobody sells out their country for free.
1: No. That's That's the thing, man. I've been saying every day, Donald Trump does everything for one of three reasons, either praise or sex or money. And there is no reason to take these particular documents unless someone's paying you or someone has leverage on you.
2: That's the two reasons. And I'm telling you something I worry about because this delay you know it's easy to look at it oh it's buying him time if he's traded this away it could be that in the next 60 days during this delay that's when the information is going to be used because we
4: can't see the documents
2: mm. when did I, he must have told her let to say that i can, that no one can see the documents because that whatever you know spy shit's going to happen It'll be blown if the documents are exposed.
1: I know that's what I'm, that's we're not going to know possible. we we listen, everyone's got to try to stay healthy because they're not going to tell us for decades what was actually in the documents. I mean, our kids will know. Really? I'm gonna try to, you know, I'm, I'm cutting back on the they're meat, life, wheat the, and dairy. I wanna live long I'm enough like, to find out decades from now. <laughs> yeah. Like Kennedy? We're, yeah. Ne- we're never gonna know. Like I'm not walking around kidding myself that it's all gonna come out, because it can not come out. I mean, I, I have a lot of progressive friends saying, oh, so many foreign operatives have been killed in the last couple of months. It's gotta be tied to this. And well, that's a great story, but I can't prove it. And we're not gonna most likely know. They can't tell us. They can let special masters look at it who will then, you know, make a decision. But I mean, he already broke the law. He has no executive privilege. He didn't declassify anything. He's not the president. It's open and shut. If you or I did this, if Barack Obama had done this, we'd be in jail. Yeah, we would be. But this is the guy well, who shows up that's on the first
2: thing fir- that we're not gonna know because I no, got to get out okay. my life. Yeah, I can't It's waste okay. More of Listen, my life. it's
1: okay. It's okay. What we get to watch is Donald Trump unravel. You again, I have a 100 <laughs> I now have a uh, Oh my god. I now have a, a $100 bet. About this, uh, I don't think Donald Trump's ever going to see the inside of a jail. I just don't see it ever happening, and I'm okay with that I, I He will be paying in his own personal hell for the rest of his life, just burning money for for lawyers it, it's it's done, his goose is cooked he's never his life is never going to get better. I'm sorry, I feel pretty careful saying after January sixth he won't become president again. I know we were wrong. I don't, I don't need him to be in jail. Again. I just need him to never hire judges for my country again. And I don't think it's going to happen. So let's just watch him implode. Watch him do horrible interviews for dipshit websites. Let him just get smaller and smaller. And let's enjoy it. So. Let's enjoy it.
2: Listen, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say this now, but next time I call... I have Melania's a- email when she was dating T- Donald Trump. Lucky you. She was a client. Yeah, I I'm not, I have sent her three emails. Wow. And I, if I can say I'm not going to say the email. Last time I, I emailed her, I when he lost the election, I said, please use your female charm to tell him you want to go back into the hotel business. You had so much fun. <laughs> please, get him a- if he just got out of politics, I think he'd have been okay.
1: Yeah. He's into it. He, yeah. I mean, he's, he's not I out of politics. But maybe. They won't let him out. We'll see. He, he's also yeah. 76 years old. So let's see. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's aging right. like fine milk. Joe, thank you very much for the call. 866 997 GRIT. Okay, guys, let's make these calls as quick and tight as possible. I will not interrupt with bad jokes. Robert in Wisconsin, thanks for your patience.
0: Hey, John, how are you? Great. How are you? I just wanted to. I just wanted to comment on the guy about the uh, deportation. I Please. that's I I was a deportation officer, and uh, when you deport somebody, they leave the uni- They have to leave the United States. Thank you. <laughs> whether the whether the government uh, pays for it or they pay for it, you know that's the act of you know closing out the case. Yes. And this is just this is just wrong to treat these people in this manner. Yeah. Because immigrants, you know, they do every job, in you know under the sun for us in this country and they make our life better.
1: They do. And and again, they always do. Every society is better because of immigrants. I We don't have to like it, and you might not like the cultures they come from, but statistically it's true. They create businesses. They create jobs. They pay taxes. They become citizens and pay into our Social Security system. And when immigrants arrive in our country, as you know, sir, fully grown, we don't have to have our taxes pay for their education. They can go right into the workforce and start paying taxes and paying Social Security.
0: That is That is so true. I agree. Totally. And then to move these people around and, you know, they're moving them from one state to the other. Well, granted, if you're in Texas, you cross the border, you might want to come to New York or Iowa or Chicago. Well, you're just helping them out, get to where they want to go. But these people do this physically right. move them and not tell them that is just, you know, I. I'm I'm at a loss for words. I
1: know, and and yeah, lied to them as that. well, and lied to them as well. Some of these people were told they were going to go to Boston. They were told they were going to have housing and jobs. I I I don't know if that's kidnapping, but I think if you tell people you're taking them somewhere and they go on a plane and you lied and take them somewhere else, I, I don't know what the word for that is. Could it be trafficking, Robert?
0: That's hard to say. You know. Y- yeah, it's possible, but it's it's just more likely that they were moved. It's more on the kidnapping side yeah. side of it. Uh, yeah, I agree with Glenn Kirshner on that side yeah. of it. Uh, Kidna- and kidnapping is you know. more
1: wholesome. And by the way, Glenn Kirshner, is yeah. who I have I have a hundred dollar bet with Glenn Kirshner that uh, Donald Trump will never see the inside of a jail. And I hope I lose. I can't wait to pay him if it's true. Yes, that would be a good that that'd be a good bet, you know. You know, you uh, I want to make a bet. I want to make a bet. I'd be happy to lose. Thank you, Robert.